Hey, I'm Jessica. I'm the owner of Jessica Lashes here in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm today's guest announcer. You can find me on Instagram at JessicaVXO. That's Jessica with one S. Cue the music. In an industry where most of us spend the majority of our time working alone in a room, we wanted to create a podcast where you can learn, be encouraged, and find a connection with other lash and beauty professionals. This is the Lash Cast Podcast, and here's your host, Paul Lubers. Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, Tusney, Eric, and I get together and talk about how you can make this holiday season a little bit more fun for your clients and staff. It's not too late to add some fun decor, to sell some gift cards, and show some appreciation for your staff and clients. So we're going to go into that in some great detail and give you guys a lot of tips that you can use this year. It's not too late, or if not, definitely for next year. And then we want you to stick around till the end of the episode as we'll be answering one of your questions that you submitted via audio. And this time, we're going to be talking about how you are supposed to tell your clients that you're raising your prices. Yes, everyone talks about raising prices, but we're going to tell you how we did it and what we thought was really a very efficient and effective way. Now, real quickly, we want to get through a few announcements. If you've been watching Instagram these last few days, you saw we made an announcement for Lash Cruise, and it is just exploded all over the place. We already have over 90 people going to Lash Cruise in just three days, guys. This is the thing to go to right after LashCon. I think LashCon was our biggest and will always be our first baby, but Lash Cruise is going to be huge. It's March 27th through the 30th of 2020, so next year you have plenty of time to plan. We're going to be leaving from here in Long Beach and going down to Ensenada, Mexico. It's going to be three days. It's going to be amazing, guys. This is not one you're going to want to miss. The prices now range. They start at around $700, and it just depends on what cabin you're looking for. But by the way, guys, you need to bring a roommate. Do not come to this by yourself because you'll pay extra for the cabin. They don't allow people to have cabins just themselves, so it's based on double occupancy. So go out, get your buddy, get your last friend, get your your husband, your boyfriend, whatever, and bring them along, and we'll all get to hang out, hang out for those three days. Now, what's included? Well, food, the room, of course. We're going to be having our dinners together. Saturday morning, we're going to be having a meeting with some speakers, we have a swag bag, and we're working on some other big surprises and fun things that you guys will get while we're there. Our hosts are people like Kim James, Courtney Bueller, Janelle Paris, Lindy Williams, Sandra Duarte, and so forth. There's a bunch of people. Just go to our website, lashcruise.com, and you'll see everyone that's going to be there. It's going to be the hosts. You want to hang out. This will be a chance to meet some of your favorite people in the industry who are really the influencers, the shakers and movers. And while LashCon was all about business with some fun added on. Lash Cruise is going to be about having fun with some business added on. Now, there is an age requirement. We've had some confusion. We posted saying it's 18, but actually it is 21. So, sorry, guys. If you're under 21, just just wait. It'll be back again. Otherwise, uh, anyone 21 and older is more than welcome. Check out the website. Get all the details there at LashCruise.com or go to our Instagram at LashCastPodcast or at Lash Lash.com and you'll get more details there or just dm me if you want or email me at paul at lashcast podcast next we're going to be in long beach this coming january 25th 27th teaching five classes at the ice or isse with a pba so you want to check that out and we will also be in
in Scottsdale in April uh, for the Scottsdale Lash and Brow Conference. It said Brown Conference here on my notes. It's the Brow Conference and competition. And you guys are going to want to make room for that in your schedule. So lots of events where we're going to be. Hopefully we'll see you at least at one of these. And now we need something from you guys. We need guest announcers. We're actually using our last one up today. We're all done. No more guest announcers. We're going to have to repeat or I'm going to have to do impersonations or something. So, guys, if you have been waiting to hold out for that time, that calling, this is it. We're calling you. We need you to come on and be a guest announcer. And how do you do that? We'll just go to the show notes and you'll see the script there. Just record that. You can do it as a video. You can do it as just an audio track. And then email it to me at paul at lashcastpodcast. And then secondly, we also are looking for questions from you guys. We love questions. We love to answer questions because then we're really feeling like we're meeting needs that you have. And please go um, basically again, think of something from one of our shows or maybe something you just always wonder about. You saw on the forum and submit those questions via audio to Paul at Lashcast Podcast. Now let's get into today's episode where we talk about how you can make this holiday season more fun for your clients and staff. Live in the Lash Cast Studios with Erica and Tusney. Super excited because today we're going to talk about getting ready and prep for the holiday season. Probably should put this out maybe a month earlier, but hey guys, we are still recovering from LashCon and all the craziness, and we're finally getting to this episode, which we're really excited because we're going to share with you things that we did in our salon, and I think you should do in your salon, whether it's gift cards, client appreciation, staff appreciation, just general things you can do still. Even now, today, as you listen to this, Christmas is still over a month away. There's still plenty of time to jump in and do stuff. So we're going to get into that. But before that, I want to say welcome to Erica and Tusney. Hey, guys. Thanks so much. Yeah. Tusney <laughs> sounds really cool today. Well, I'm going to explain, and I'm going to go straight into what I'm thankful for, because right. that is our tradition. Yes. So it kind of explains my voice. I am thankful for good friends, old friends. This weekend, I got to spend the, um, a lot of time with my best friend from high school, Melinda. She lives in Colorado, but uh, her brother came and got married this weekend in Huntington Beach. So we spent a lot of time together. We went to the spa and just and we're been... screaming the whole time, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah. No, we we're just talking and talking and talking and talking. And I just I just wore my voice out. So sounding a little raspy here, but and sexy, too, I must say. Is it sexy? Oh, yeah. That's what I sound like when I'm raspy. <laughs> all right. Anyhow, so cool. So thankful for good friends who yes. wreck your voice and destroy it and no, all that. Just for people who love you way back when and know you and, you know, that's... And she still loves you. I know. It's amazing. Yeah, it is shocking. <laughs> no, she's great. I mean, Mimi's been awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's been, yeah, I've known her forever, too. Well, not forever. You've known her since, like, high school, right? Well, her and her husband, they met in the same college group that you and I met in. Yeah. And um, so we kind of got married around the same time. Yeah. It was like, what, 26 years ago? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's on their lifetime. We so. just had our 26th anniversary. So. They're great. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. We love them. So how about you, Erica? What are you thankful for? I am thankful for time away. Ah, mm. yes. You just recently had some. Yes. Yeah. We went to Vegas. Um, it, it was funny because we got picked up from the airport in an Uber and the guy was like, what do you, what brings you to Vegas? And we're like, well, we just kind of wanted to get away and rest. And he's like, you came to Vegas? To rest <laughs> yeah. rest but, and Vegas don't go together, yeah. <laughs> we had a Cirque 
gift card to spend. Ah, so that's you, why we and, went there. And you saw what show again? We saw Ka. And was it good? It was really good. Yeah, it's it, pretty kick-ass. It's like pretty mind-blowing. Yeah. I you, don't even... I, like, just what they do with the stages is crazy. Yeah, yeah. The, that one has a special stage that goes up vertically, like 180 degrees, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it goes vert, completely vertical, and then they hang off it and, and pretend they're like chess pieces running around. Yeah, and fight on it. They hold on to these, like, little pegs, but and they don't... They're not... Um, hooked to anything like yeah. they're not hooked to any wires and then they jump off and obviously well that's the i think that was the one that somebody died yeah on, someone right? died on. now yeah. did you did they do the one where they are actually doing almost like uh, i would say it's hong kong fighting where they're they are hanging from cables yes and then they do yeah. that whole okay, sequence that's, which yeah. that's my favorite sequence that sadly is where someone did die oh it was that because their harness broke Oh. And the person fell because the ones where they fall off intentionally, they already prepare for that. Yeah, they yeah, know yeah. what they're doing. And there is an airbag or something right. underneath them, but that they were not prepared and the person fell the equivalent of like 10 plus stories yeah. or something like that. So it was, so sad. It, was like it was that, pretty, yeah. pretty horrible, but they wow. brought, they, they worked it out, figured they figured what was wrong, what went, you know, so they would not have another problem like that. Yeah. And they haven't since, so it's amazing. It is stunning. As far as a theatrical event, it's probably the most stunning thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it was just really impressive. Yeah. So so. I'm thankful for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. For me, I'm thankful for something really strange. I'm thankful for my beard today. <laughs> Woo! Beard brigade. Yes. I, I Actually, the person who challenged me was Alona. It was the one who said, you should grow your beard out because it was already kind of like no, stubble. No, I think, didn't you do a, a survey on Well, Lush I did. I did. After everyone's that, like said, keep the beard, yes. grow it out. Well, the, Alona suggested you should keep your beard or because I had gotten a little lazy and shaved in a while. And I said, okay, I'll put it out to the masses. And then people said, yeah, keep the beard because I had grown out enough to where it was kind of like looking like looking beardy beardy yeah thank you (laughs) looking a little beardy this morning uh so yeah that was me and yeah and I've actually I'm thankful because it's been kind of cool I've get hit on a lot more now (laughs) by old ladies Uh, actually I'm old so maybe that's just my equivalent now no it was just kind of Cool. It's been fun. I, I've just had a little fun with it. And Tusney shaped it. And here's the nightmare. Just before last con, she decides we need to dye your beard. Okay. We need to like. Okay. It's like we need to cover some of the gray. Okay? Yeah. Because I have a little gray and she wants me to look cool and professional. Things I don't usually <laughs> associate with me. But she decides to dye it. And she goes, let's just put it on for a little bit. And I'm thinking like maybe for okay, less than a minute. And Tusk leaves it on for like maybe five, ten okay, minutes. Okay, just normally I know how to work with hair color, but I didn't I didn't use hair color from, from yeah, the beauty right. supply. I went to the drugstore because I thought, well, you know, this Who cares is, about beard hair? Yeah, yeah. it's like a beard hair. It's like it's Thank beard you. hair stuff. Like I know how to mix this stuff, you know. Yeah. It's like it it's not gonna last that long, you know. And I got one that was way lighter than the picture yeah. because I just wanted to make sure he wasn't gonna come out as Blackbeard or something. <laughs> well, that's why I did. I came oh out as Blackbeard. She put takes it off, and then her face is like, oh, oh, oh no. and I'm like, what? What did you do? And I go to this. <laughs> like, like, oh, like, what I did you like, do to me? I look at this. 
black beard. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is not my own hair. I know. I'm like, lucky for you, I have color eraser that I got from the beauty supply. So yeah. I put that on and like did it left for it like half two hour. hours. He's like, my face is burning. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't remove the color. So yeah, if you, it if you were brown. at LashCon, you saw he had a little bit of a black beard. Yes, it was still <laughs> kind of black. And now it's a little bit more normal. No, so. it's normal. I uh, One thing I do want to add, oh, which, gosh. I, which I what? think that would be amazing. What? If you did like the handlebar mustache yeah, a little yeah. bit, you and know? And shaped it with yeah. the wax. Yes, and the with wax. the wax. Like, you know, Yosemite Sam. Gosh, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, that's what I don't want to be associated with. I don't want to be Yosemite Sam. Okay. I want to be Paul Lubbers, okay. not the guy who's a wannabe cartoon yeah, character. Yeah, but nobody even knows who that is now. So. Oh, you, you can't even know who Bugs Bunny is. Well, Partly. I'm, millennials probably, watch no. Bugs Bunny too. Everyone watches Bugs Bunny. Don't wreck my life. Well, I don't think I'm just gonna be like, oh look at that. That's a really hip beard. You should you should well, <sighs> it'll ruin it by saying it now, but I think you should do it and just record a bunch of like stories on Instagram and not say anything. Okay. About it. And then see what people are like, what what's going on in the face there? <laughs> yeah. Like the beard may tr- tr- backfire that point on me and all of a sudden people start hating the beard. Mm-hmm. Shave it's it, like, shave it, yeah, shave the it. Please get rid of those handlebars. I'm like, okay. Like I'm like that wily bad guy with the top hat and then the little, oh. little like anybody in Gangs of New York. Yes, yes, yes I yes. am yes. Like a character in Gangs of New York. New York. Yeah. Facial hair. Love it. No, I don't know. I don't know if that's <laughs> really love it, but okay. All right, well, let's get into today's topic because we really want to give you guys some help or tips and things you can do, whether you're a solopreneur or if you have a team. These are things that we've done in our salon over the years, and we're just going to share a whole bunch of different things, everything from the salon ideas to client appreciation, staff appreciation, holiday um, sale ideas. I mean, already at this point, it's a little late to go stock up on heavy amounts of holiday goodies to sell. But you know what? There's a lot of little things that you can do instantly that will make your um, place a, a holiday haven. Yeah. And it doesn't take a lot. Just go to the store and get some of those hooks, you know, those 3M hooks that you can put that on the wall. you love so much. I love the hooks, right? <laughs> yeah, we just Hook have heaven. hooks everywhere. Um, uh, like, for example... We work, our salon is really, or was really close to a Ross and a um, TJ Maxx, and they always have holiday section, like, for placemats. They usually have them in, like, different shapes, so I would get placemats, like, in a wreath or, or a gold pattern, and I would just stick those up on a hook. Uh, on people's doors, you know, actually there was doors in the salon to each, each room. At private rooms, yeah. Private rooms. Uh, and put them in the bathrooms. So you could do that too. You could just easily, you know, under $10, get a couple of placemats because they're like $2, $2.99. And we would use those placemats also around the food area mm-hmm. and we just use it as a decorative piece. So it just was colorful and Christmassy looking and you can just put them everywhere. Wherever you have displays of product, you just put it underneath your products and it just helps create a little bit more of a festivity. The, the idea here we're talking about really is it's not too late to decorate your salon and yeah. give it that little bit of holiday flair. It is not. And those stores like Ross, Marshalls, they always have like holiday pillows. Just grab a new holiday pillow, $9.99, $14. Just put one yeah. out there. You know, get some festive ribbon. You know, one of the things you can do is get a, a, a seasonal candy dish. You know, you can get that at the dollar store, mm-hmm. you know, in the shape of a heart for Valentine's Day or a leaf or a candy cane or something like that. You put that out, put some holiday candy in there. How about like a beard bowl? 
<laughs> or a mustache. mustache. Well, it be Santa with his big old yeah. beard. There you go. Yes. In honor of Santa, yeah. I, I should just make my beard white this Christmas. You should. Yeah, we could. We yeah. bleach it all. Bleach it completely please, please, white. Please. <laughs> <laughs> like oh David Letterman. Have you seen him? Oh, no. I do not want to look like David Letterman. That's way too intense of a beard, man. That thing's like a foot long and just, oh. We saw looks... Between Two Ferns, the movie. Did you see that one? It's on it, Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's Zach so. Galifianakis. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. He interviews yeah. David Letterman. Yes, he's like, he like a crazy Santa. Yes, he does. <laughs> I have. So basically, at this point, what we want to encourage you guys to do, if you don't do this, this for us, we got so much positive feedback from clients because we did seasonal decor. We would decorate the salon all year round based upon the season. And that would mean every six to eight weeks, we would change the decor. And that really makes it special. We had clients that would come back. Just so excited to see what was going to be the new look. Mm-hmm. Like, what, you know, because it gets kind of tiring and old. Like, you may have a beautiful and really cute salon. And if you go in every single day, you become really used to it. You yeah. don't see it through new eyes or through the eyes of your clients. So when you do something new, put a new pillow out there, a new picture, it really can brighten up the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make so it just, new. Yeah. So for the holidays, go do fun little things like add the candies um, we actually, one year, we had someone do the spray paint on the windows that you see. Oh, yeah, the snow. You the can snow. get that yeah. at uh, Michael's. Um, Daiso is wonderful. I know some of you guys don't have Daiso, but they have a, a good Christmas section. They have little little trees, you know, those little yeah. pipe cleaner kind of trees. You can put those around. Just cutie things, you know. Another thing that we did, I think we're going to talk about a little bit later. We'll talk about it later. Let's just stick with decor oh, right okay. now in the salon and all the different ideas we did. We also would have a big tree. And one year, I know we had a tree, and we did gifts sometimes. So we did gifts for the staff or gifts for clients. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But we would have a tree, and we would decorate it. And then we'd get the smaller trees, and we put those all over the salon. That was really fun. And then we did snowflakes, right? We did. Mm-hmm. We cut out big, giant snowflakes and hang that from the ceiling. We just need a big – well, we had high ceilings, like 15-foot yeah. ceilings. You know, Cost Plus World Market has some really cute uh, snowflakes. Like that are pre-made? Kind of like, they're like $12.99, $14.99, and they're all, like all – all perforated and beautiful and, and you just hang them up you know yeah. if you are on a tight tight budget and you just can't swing it i mean you can get like again the stuff at the dollar store like snowflakes and things like that yeah. or you can also make pom-poms mm-hmm. all you have to do is buy a pack a big pack of tissue paper go online to do a video on how you make big paper pom-poms yeah and you can put those up and make them like snowflakes mm-hmm. yeah we did that we'd mix that up we had the snowflakes mm-hmm. and we had the pom-poms and we had mm-hmm. we would also stagger their heights so mm-hmm. some would be close to ceiling some would be hanging low so it was this kind of 3d dimensional snowflake effect i guess you'll call yeah. it and it was really fun and the clients loved it and it really created kind of a festive um, atmosphere one year we even did marshmallows hanging from the ceiling now we had to take those down i don't think that you were with i was us not there. here i don't um, remember we that the, we put the, yes we had, this is when adrian was doing the decor uh, now for our food area what she did was she got some big glass Big Jars. faces, and yeah. she filled them up with like candy canes. She she filled them up with ornaments and stuff, and and it made it look like candy. And um, and then she put marshmallows on a fishing wire or string or yarn and stuck them on the ceiling. It yeah. was really cute. But the thing is, was for some reason our alarm system kept picking them up. So we'd yeah. be in bed lying at like two in the morning and they'd be yeah, calling. Motion sensor would motion go off. Motion sensor. And it was because the air conditioner would move the marshmallows <laughs> and would think so that was somebody who's in the salon. So we had to take those down. But Yeah, we had that. That was fun. You and could do that with candy canes, you know? Yeah, if you're a solo 
entrepreneur, if you're just working by yourself, I feel like it would be easy to discount yourself and just, I'm not going to decorate, like whatever. I want to encourage you to definitely do that. It'll put you in a more festive mood and your clients will notice and they will appreciate it. It's fun. It's fun to change things up, right? Everyone likes change. I know that one of the things I remember reading about even going to work, if you want to have a more happy experience, go to work, change your route go different ways. It just creates a newness factor. And for your clients, I think it's going to be the same thing. If you change it up every time, it's going to be like, oh, it's a new place. It's a new salon. It's a new thing. And it's going to give you something fun to talk about when the client comes in, they're going to adore it. Like if you're a single operator, you may not going to get a big Christmas tree. Like we had like a giant, like 15 foot tree. It was white. It was, it was beautiful. Pretty. And, but other salons, if you have a small place, you can just get a little like three foot tree or two foot tree that, you know, you don't have to get a, a new, like a live one. Just go get you a fake get one. get a Charlie Brown tree. You can yes. go to Michael's. <laughs> go to Michael's. Those. They, they sell them there inexpensively. Yeah. yeah. And just get a little tree, put it in the corner with a table and maybe put together some presents, some fake presents and just put money at the tree just so it looks festive and fun. So just try to create a new experience. It just, it's going up level the the user experience so to speak in the salon so that's one thing if you haven't done that you still have time it's not even christmas yet it's not even thanksgiving so still go out you can get that stuff and then what you can do at the end of the year if you really want to save money for next year buy your holiday stuff like in january when everyone's dumping it for free mm-hmm. practically mm-hmm. then you can go out that's what we've done a couple of years where we would go to the stores after christmas and we'd see all the decor at that point being sold for 50%, 75% off, and we would buy up stuff during that time for next year. You can, I I have never seen so many fake trees for sale for like 25 bucks on like OfferUp or Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist yeah. or whatever the day after Christmas or after New Year's. Yeah. Seriously, look on there for next year yeah. because those trees can be really expensive. They are. Really expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I think, how much was our tree? I think it was, it was like... was $700. Yeah. And that was yeah. like in 2008 <laughs> um, or nine 10. or something like that or 10. Yeah. 2010. Yeah, it was an old tree. It definitely had worn out over the years. But yeah, so that's what we should do. I really encourage you guys, if you're not decorating your salon and making it up really cute for the holidays, you just rethink it. Because that's if you look around, a lot of companies, in fact, almost every company is in retail or in the service industry, hotels, restaurants, all these places, they love to add decor. It, it just makes it into a special time. Let's move on to another thing that you still have time to do, and that's Gift cards. Gift cards are something that you really should be taking advantage of because it's going to really help you create, again, revenue, the extra revenue that's going to help you in a couple of ways. One, it's going to give you more cash immediately right now that you should, by the way, if you t- if you sell gift cards, put that money in savings. Erica, what was your thing that you said that you you're going to do? Put it in your tax fund that's right. account. Yes. Don't, don't spend it. Do not make that mistake, okay? Do not think, wow, I got all this money now because what's going to happen is when they start coming in in January and start redeeming them, you're going to be like, where's the cash? I am super busy, but I have no money. We did that once. Yeah, we did make this mistake. You don't want to do it. Yeah, you don't want to do it. You want to save that money for the future so when they use it. Now, in Erica's case, taxes is fine. You get in December. That means you're going to be spending it probably in April. But you could also just say, look, if you have enough money in the tax fund, like you've been good at that, then just put in savings. And as people redeem the gift card, let's say one or two months later, 
that's when you take the money out of your savings and you put it into your operation account. So you just have to have a second account, whether it's a tax fund or just a general savings or you want to call it your gift card fund. Let's say you sell $2,000 in gift cards. We just put that money in that fund. And then as someone comes in and redeems $100 here, $100 there, then you just take that money out at the end of the month and you put it in your operations account. And But the good news is, by the way, if you sell gift cards, I've seen different numbers on this, but it's like 10, 20% of all gift cards never get redeemed. Or if you were me, it's like 80 or 90% because I don't redeem any of my gift cards. I just sit around all day. And that's free money now. So if you sell $1,000, you're probably going to see $900 redeemed. At, least, at the most, probably. You're not going to see everyone use them. So this is a way to get a little extra money. So I'm not, it just sounds a little conniving, but at the same time, it's just the truth. It's, it's just yeah, reality. Yeah, it's just facts. It's just facts. <laughs> We're not saying go out and you know, scheme your clients. You are providing a service. Clients love gift cards. It's not like you're providing a service or a, or a product that they don't want. They, they all want it, especially if they're going to buy it for their friend or their family member or get their husband to buy them or their boyfriend to buy them you know, a gift card for, the, for their lashes. They love this stuff. So so don't don't do it just because well if some people don't redeem them that's that's their fault <laughs> they they bought the gift card just never got around to using it it's a good reason to do it I mean getting and selling gift cards is going to help you improve your bottom line and by the way another big thing it's going to get clients to be committed to you longer term so maybe they've come in just once for the holidays because they wanted to get that special set. And then they get the gift card or get someone to buy them the gift card. And now they're going to come back in January. And maybe it just takes two or three appointments usually to get someone to create a habit. Mm -hmm. So they come back a second time and you blow them away again. And now they're hooked. And now they're on the books. And now February comes. Mm -hmm. They go, oh, I need to have it for Valentine's Day. And then November, March comes. They're thinking St. Patty's. Well, I guess not St. Patty's. No one cares about St. Patty's. But anyhow, they just keep thinking, I want to keep going now. Now that I got them, why not? So gift cards can help create that return client by having them come in more than once. Yeah, well, let's move on, shall we, to... Oh, okay. Tuss is telling us to move on. All right, next <laughs> idea. How about mm -hmm. client appreciation? How mm -hmm. During the holidays, we never did this. Oh, Tuss did it earlier earlier in her early years when she was by herself, but we didn't do it when we had a lot more clients. When we were seeing like 800 clients a month, client appreciation got very costly. So we kind of pulled back, but we still always had thoughts we wanted to do it. And there are some things we want to run by you. Like, you know, there's some nice little cute things you can do that are not going to break the bank. All right. So when I was um, solo by myself, um, one of the things that I did to stay busy, um, because I did have hours to sell that I didn't have clients for. So I joined a trade uh, organization in our area. There's one called ACX. I think they changed its name, but yeah. Okay. It's yeah. basically a, it's like a, a, barter. a barter network. So basically you give this organization gift cards or gift certificates and you are allowed uh, X number of credit to use in, in the, in the, yeah, they use their yeah. the credit. So you're basically I, pulling everything in the kitty, and then everyone takes out based on how much. So if you put $500 worth of gift cards in, then you can redeem $500, $500. from other companies yeah. and their gift cards. I think uh, during this time, I, I mean, I used it for limousine, trip, um, yeah. massage, massage kind of stuff. Got you some, got me a really bad TV. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. no, we didn't. We didn't actually take that Do TV. We didn't? Oh, no, we, we didn't. Okay. Take it. They were offering some discount TVs. And yeah. They were not and then I saw them and said, Tess, this is not a good deal. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so um, so one of the clients um, that was part of this organization did candles and soap. So I bought a big 
box yeah. of soy candles. They were all different fragrances, and I just wrapped them up and put them under our, the little Christmas tree, the little Charlie Brown Christmas tree. So then, when a client would check out, I would say, "Go ahead and pick a fragrance underneath the tree that you like," and they were so excited about that. So, you know, if you do something, if you're if you're on a budget, if you can look for a trade organization or something like that, or just, you know, you can even get like a tiny little votive candle and put it in a, a small little. Um, candle holder that you can get and put in a uh, put anything in a little clear cello bag or cello what wrap was that you know magazine you always wanted to buy stuff from remember that online it's like a tr- chinese magazine. online oh, you know it's, uh, okay oriental trading okay so <laughs> oriental trading stuff. company yes. i yeah. got some of my, our wedding stuff from that yeah some of the stuff can be really cute yeah. like the little soaps they have like little hand soaps or soap in the shape of a duck or you know some <laughs> of the stuff can look kind of can can look a you know you can make it look a little bit more upscale if you like put it in a chiffon bag or something like that so you don't have to spend a ton of money people just like the thought and if it's yeah. got a it's got a shiny wrapper and a ribbon on it they're like oh they feel wonderful and you wonderful. can bake them cookies too yeah because mm-hmm. that's a good one or even just put Hershey's kisses in a little bag it's like in a Christmas bag in a little <laughs> Christmas baggie right okay people love it tie it with a mascara wand and a bow. One year, Erica made these really cute lash ornaments. She just took out. You want to tell me what you did? Yeah, I got those like clear ornaments from Michaels. And then I just put, I actually put like Ardell fake lashes on them mm-hmm. and little lip stickers. So cute. I mean, oh, that's you, right. see, you, yeah, can, yeah. you can go on Pinterest. There's like tons of people who make these things, but yeah. it was really, it was really cute, really fun. Yeah. We actually put them on the tree. Yeah, mm-hmm. we didn't give them away, but, but you, you could, could, you, you could, could. Yeah. you could, you could do that. You could put your own label or your own logo. Get some stickers made and put those on the. Yeah, you go to Michael's, get the clear ones, stick it, you know, they even have ones that you can stick stuff in. Yeah, I mean, if you only have like 30 to 50 clients, that's not a lot. Maybe just one evening sitting down making Mm -hmm. a bunch of these, and then you can have as a little gift that you give them on the way out. So, And they will love it. That little Mm -hmm. appreciation is what buys you loyalty because they go, no one else has done that for me, and you're standing out. You're not just being a great lash stylist now. You're actually providing an experience Mm -hmm. that's going to be memorable and it's going to make them feel special, and that's how you're going to get that real long-term loyalty. If you want some ideas, you can look through kids' crafts ideas and just think about it through an adult lens or even like wedding favors. A lot of that stuff is, you know, you can make it towards a Christmas theme and and do something cute like that. Yeah. Um, Another thing that you can do, this is what we did one year, I bought in bulk through a Chinese website uh, those uh, hair bands that look like a, a telephone cord, the old-fashioned telephone cords. Mm-hmm. And it's like you a can, scrunchie, yeah, right? Yeah, like a little scrunchie. You can put those. They sell them on the market. You know, they sell them beauty supplies and things like that. Put those in a chiffon bag and, and hand those out to your clients because those are maybe you might spend a hundred dollars on a, a hundred and forty-four of them, something like that. Yeah, right? they were super cheap. Yeah, and again, we're going to mention the dollar store and Daiso because they've got lots of little stuff, you know, a little, little mug. Put, yeah, put something for in like 100 bucks, 50 to 100 bucks, mm-hmm. you can buy a whole bunch of little knickknacks, little cute things. In the end, it really is the gift that counts. It's a thought, right? It's like, oh, you, you thought of me and got me something. That's what's going to make them happy, not the fact that, wow, this is something I'll use forever. I mean, that's it, not really the yeah. point. The yeah. point is that you're taking time out to show an appreciation. And if you could add a little note, appreciation note, even better, because that is something is like the lost art of note writing is, is something that will really be uh, appreciated if you would do that for them. Christmas socks. You can get little Christmas socks, roll them up in a ribbon and put that little note on them. Yeah. People yeah. like that stuff. One thing I want to jump back, because I forgot with gift cards, guys, by the way, on the gift cards, if you... Decide to go with that. 
if you're like with Square, Square actually provides the gift cards. You literally just go onto the app and you can order them. And I'm going to bet that most th- third-party apps like that have in-house some sort of ability to get gift cards. I believe Booker had it, and I believe most of these companies have some sort of gift card system set up for you to buy them. We bought it from giftcards.com. We just uploaded our logo. And like a week or so later, they sent us like 500 gift cards. <laughs> and I used them for the rest of my life because we never gave out more than all 500. But it was a lot. And it doesn't cost a ton of money either. It's not, you're not going to spend a thousand bucks. I think it was like 50, 100 bucks, something like that, to get the gift cards. And it's it easy. It sounded like you said 1,500. 1,500 bucks. 50 yeah. 5,200. 50 <laughs> my enunciation's kicking in there. So, anyhow, just now, side note. But so let's go back now to the next topic. And that's talking about staff appreciation. Because during the holidays, this is really a time to reflect, look back, and be thankful for things, right? Between mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and Christmas, I think we have a lot of time that we kind of appreciate the year, appreciate the people in our lives. And so for you to show appreciation, if you have a team, this is really a chance for you to shine as a business owner and do something special. Mm-hmm. So what are some things that we did, Tuss? Well, I went to Target um, one year and got uh, stocking for everybody and in, in a really cute pattern, like pink fur with pink velvet with a, you know, white fur, mm-hmm. um, or like a, a gold plaid or something like that. Really cute. It's several different assortments. And then I went to Michael's, I got a piece of felt. I bought two kinds of shiny glittery paint and I wrote everybody's name out in handwriting. And then when it, once it dried in that paint, once mm-hmm. it dried, then I cut it out and stitched it onto the stocking. Yeah. Put one of those hooks on everybody's door. And when they came in at the beginning, uh, right after uh, Thanksgiving, put those on the door. It was kind of a yeah. signal that it's Christmas. The holidays season. are here. The holidays are here. Uh, had- usually on Christmas Eve... We'd fill them. Because we would be open. Most days we were open like a half day. Christmas Eve, we usually be closed by three. Like on some days, we wouldn't. It's like I think last year, Christmas Eve was on a Monday. So we said, screw it. We're closed. It wasn't. It. But the year before, it wasn't. So we stayed open. Everyone came in. And we, what did we do? Well, we put all the goodies, just like parents do when the yeah. kids go to bed. We put all the goodies in their um, stockings, you know? Yeah. That might have been my favorite thing. Oh, what yeah. did you, what did you like? Do you remember? Um, like specifically things you put in there. Well, you always wrote us a little note. The mm-hmm. note was always my favorite. Speaking of the long lost art of yeah. <laughs> note yeah, writing. We, we put things in like candles, bath soap, uh, cards. That I they love notebooks. Note, I note like they could take out for journaling. We did a journaling book. We put incense in there. Just goodies, you know, I, stuff I that would crack. You. We put crack in there once. Crap, popcorn. You guys became our drug dealers. Yeah, yeah. No, we were trying to get everyone hooked on crack. Okay, I thought it'd be really that, cool. Wow, no, wow, it'd be really wow. cool. <laughs> Here's my drug addicted team. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. yeah. Don't do drugs. No, because I thought they could become our clients then. <laughs> so, oh my god. Okay, so okay. no crack. No crack. But we did. Um, never mind. <laughs> But we did do, oh, we did do um, little champagne bottles. We did oh, that yeah, one champagne. year. Yeah. We There's had a little a champagne. Or if we knew someone, I think one year once someone was pregnant, so we gave them the sparkling cider. Mm-hmm. And tea, stuff like tea, that. Yeah, know? tea bags and coffee. No, we never did coffee. But anyway, we did little things like that that you can get. And it, we spent quite a bit. I mean, we added it all up. I think every year it was like four or 500 bucks for no. all the stockings. Uh, but but you also had a big staff, so yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. different. And, and you don't have to get that crazy. I think the staff just like, like you said, the note was most meaningful. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, really put a lot of heart into writing nice, encouraging, uplifting notes. 
and then maybe find a few little cute things. The staff's not, you know, entitled. Like, I want you to spend $100 on my stockings. So if you put together something that's like, you know, you know, again, maybe the Oriental Trading Company and a couple things, some Daiso, little cute things. It's just more just, I'm remembering you. I see you on the yeah. holidays. That's what What's cool about the Oriental Trading Company magazine, why we keep talking about it, is because they sell bulk, mm-hmm. these, like, cool yeah. bulk things mm-hmm. at yeah. lower cost. Super low cost. Yeah. So... But yeah, so I think doing something like that, stockings, was always cool. What other things uh, did we do? Secret Santa. That yeah. was really fun. So at the, the fun. beginning of the month, we would do um, put everybody's name in a bag and go around and, and draw names. We'd make sure that you didn't pull your own name. Um, or if you did, you'd say, please just give it back. So <laughs> it'd be like, I'm giving myself a gift. <laughs> no, awesome. Right. So we set a price. Everybody agreed on the price beforehand, what we were going to do. And for Yeah, we Christmas- usually was like 20 to $30, I yeah. think. So we didn't want to get out of control. We want to keep it reasonable because not everyone... I mean, Christmas is already expensive time for most people. And then the add-on, by the way, you have to go spend 100 bucks on your teammate. It's like, ah. Uh. Well, if you do have a larger staff, this is really great because it gives... It makes everybody feel included because, you yeah. know, if, if there is a larger staff, there's going to be like an inner circle yeah. or, you know, people who've been working there longer, know each other better. And so this way, everybody is included and they all feel loved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the goal. You really were trying to create community here mm-hmm. and not exclusivity. Like, I'm sorry, you're not part of our cool club. Only us three are giving gifts. And it also limits the pressure to have to buy gifts for everyone right. in the company because some yeah. people mm-hmm. do feel that, oh, gosh, I have to buy everyone a gift. It's like, no, 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 just one gift for one person, only 30 yeah. bucks. Keep it simple. So what we do is we put a sign up in the back and everybody's name was on it. And underneath their name, they would put like five things that was on their wish list. Yeah. And so that way people could have ideas. When you're we said no gift cards were allowed. Yes. That was kind of cool because it made people get creative because otherwise we're all like Sephora gift card things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're like, yeah. In fact, I think that's why we did it because one year, three years ago was the first year we did this. I, everyone just started putting, give me a gift card, give me a gift card. So we just exchanged gift cards, which was kind of <laughs> lame. So the second year we did it, we didn't do gift cards, no gift cards. And the third year we didn't do it too. And that, that improved because I think people actually got creative and they handmade stuff and they bought little cute things. And you know, it'd be surprised what you can get for 30 bucks yeah. and you can get some really nice things especially if you find a sale or something like that mm-hmm. put stuff that's on your actual list right yeah, yeah. instead of asking for your parents like to get a, it to your you book or what, a book yeah favorite book or yeah whatever. or a video game in my case hey, actually my no. case too i love video games oh. i spent the whole weekend playing super mario odyssey oh, oh. wow oh, very cool surprise surprise shocker i know i am totally <laughs> like what play video games. that's very cool yeah i'm playing death stranding right now actually i've never heard of that yeah it's a really trippy was weird... it a pc do you play pc games or i you do play... play pc usually but this is a only playstation only so oh, okay. i ended up playing death stranding with my daughter that's well, pretty awesome sounds cute <laughs> when i go to chuck e cheese my favorite uh, game is the bumblebee game <laughs> It's the lamest game ever. What I'm talking about, right? No, I've been to Chuck E. Cheese one time in my life, and that was that was enough. That was enough times. Yeah, (laughs) the bees, you know, that they buzz around like there are ping pong balls bubbling up in the air, and and you catch it with a net, scoop it, and put it in the honey pot. It's like the best one ever. It's so lame. But Tuss would run there with our kids. I can't play the play the bumblebee game. Let's play the bumblebee game. Mom, give me a turn. And then our daughter's like, Mom, I'm 18. Stop it. (laughs) No, I know. Secret Santa is really good. Another game. This is something we created. I felt like we invented a Christmas Mm -hmm. game, which was based off of, we can't remember the the game show was based off of, 
Well, here, can I just tell you what yeah. I did? So I went to the favorites, uh, Ross and uh, TJ Maxx, bought a bunch of stuff that was a little bit higher price point. Well, you know, it was a mix, right? We yeah. had some really low, cheap stuff to mid-level stuff. I think that was some like, of the dud gifts were like a box of Pop Rocks or something yeah, like we that. Had candy. We had like a tablet in there. Yeah, we did. We got yeah. You know, we got a tablet. But then we did the opposite. We bought some tablets and we bought some really cool like like juicers and oh, different yeah. type of ninja, kitchen stuff. Fruit ninja. ninja. Fruit Ninja, whatever it was. And so we had a range of th- gifts from like nonsense gifts to $100, $200 gifts. We weren't a lot of the $100, $200 gifts, but we had a few in there mixed mm-hmm. in. And wrapped them. Got big boxes and wrapped them with all fun kind of papers. And and it took us Lily like a day. <laughs> oh, I know. Wrapping. Yeah. And then we put them all out in the like waiting area. So when the staff came in, they're like, oh, my gosh, what's all this stuff? And we're like, well, we have a game to announce. Yeah. So the game was this. There would be a, there were two piles of boxes. There was a, these bigger boxes, and there was a smaller section. So we say, you can pick one from the big boxes, which, of course, for some reason, psychologically, we always want the big box, mm-hmm. even though it could be something lame. Like Pop Rocks. Yeah, so they'd <laughs> open it up, and there would be an item, and generally the item would be very benign. It'd be just something nice, but nothing crazy. It'd be like, oh, a, a candle, or, oh, here's a nice little decorative piece for my house. And then there'd be another box in there, and they could either keep the gift they got, or gamble and take the other gift that's inside that box, or they could take nothing and go for the third pile, the other pile that had some gifts in, and take it from there. And now it's a complete crapshoot because we said, we don't know what you're going to get. You may get something really cool, or you may get something really lame. And so people would gamble. And almost always they would say, no, 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 I want the other gift. And so they would open up. And 50-50 chance it'd be sometimes something they really win, lame. And sometimes they'd yeah, be they'd like, get, wah, wah. they get like a, I think we had a pig, a pig with wings. Oh, that was cute. Oh, yes, that was cute. That no was one really... liked it, but no, that's okay. No, actually somebody traded for it. Somebody, yeah. The person who got it didn't like it, but somebody wanted it. Yeah, someone else wanted and it. And it's in their house. It's so cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was Pop Rocks and there was other, I, I think, um, sand or something okay, like so that. Okay, so here's how we decided <laughs> who got to open. It was one person a day. Yeah. And we had like a little ornament um, it was like a stuffed fox or something like that. And it was we, Christmassy. It was Christmassy. Yeah, a little we Christmas, called him Nutcracker. A little, little, little guy named Nutcracker. And we would hide it in one of the staff's room. And if you found it in your room that day during break, you got to go out and do the participate in the game. So yeah. it kind of made it really fun. It's kind of like... It's so fun. We it were, was over a period of like 12, 14 days. We would do it just before Christmas, right up to Christmas Eve. Every day, someone would get a chance to open the present. Yeah, and do it. it was kind of like... Uh, Elf on the shelf. We, we you know, it wasn't but an elf. It was nut, a nutcracker. Nut on the cracker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, um, right, something like that. Us. So that was really cool. And then we also some something else that we would always do. We always had a holiday party, but we chose to do it after Christmas. I mean, we the first few years we did. I think during the Christmas season, and that was always more stressful. Everyone's busy. Everyone has things to go to, mm-hmm. and it was hard to get coordinated so we decided to start doing it in january and we would do it like the first weekend right after new year's and that worked out great people loved it plus just if you guys are thinking money wise most places are dead right after new year's like everyone spent their money they're all broke so they're so happy to to have have you come in and have a party so you might even get a better deal like mm-hmm. you can work it, say, hey, we'll come to your place if you give us a little break on price, something like that. And, or what we did one year, we hosted our own party in our salon. We took our back room, which is our training area, and we decorated it. Literally spent about 18 hours, I think, <laughs> prepping and getting it all nice. It was a lot of work, but it was so much fun because we made this place into like a fun little party New Year's center. So 
I really think you should, you know, think about doing that. It's a fun way to do it. It isn't cheap, though. You you can spend, you know, for us, I think we would spend one year $3,000, $4,000, I think. And so it's you have to be a little mindful of your budget. Know what you're doing. Don't just do it because you should. We weren't always good at that. We Sometimes we'd just go spend the money anyways. If it wasn't the, probably the smartest thing because we really loved our staff and want them to know we cared. So do something like that. Just plan it in January. That way you don't have to stress during the Christmas People season. People have more time after the holidays mm-hmm. anyway. Um, we also gave clothing out. Well, we had a uniform, and um, so usually sometimes I would get one piece extra for uh, the holidays and give it at that time. So one thing that's coming to mind is I call it the witch's shawl, but <laughs> it was a shawl. It was a black shawl, and it had a fur piece on it, that you, the fur collar that you could put on or take off. And, yeah. You know, so that was, and they could wear that in the salon instead of wearing a jacket. Yep, that was cool. And we also did an ugly sweater one year where oh, people drew uh, or drew or wore <laughs> the, the most ugly sweater they can come up with. Some people actually went out and handcrafted them. Okay, one person uh, came in and she wore an ugly sweater and then she took, I think it was like a part of a, a giant decorative ornament with lights no, on like it. like a lawn ornament, I think. Yeah, something like that. And she attached it. Yeah, it was a And she attached it. She actually like, she, like sewed it on. Sewed it on. <laughs> yeah. So she, she did great. It, oh, was, it was, was very cool. So with that, we had the ugly sweater was really fun. It was a big hit. And then we also one year decided to do a Christmas dance mm-hmm. video. So we recorded us doing, what was it that... that Move that, that flossing, the, the flossing guy. Yeah. yeah. So we took Christmas music, played it, and then we all danced in our own weird ways. Some of us <laughs> flossed, some of us did not. Kind of like brushing our teeth, and it was just really silly and fun. And then we posted and said Merry Christmas, and that's what we post online as a think to our guests, mm-hmm. something fun. We just, wore our ugly sweaters, and we wore our ugly yeah. sweaters on that one, and that was really fun. Another thing we did was a gingerbread house competition. Yep. Um, I love gingerbread houses. It's one of our traditions as a yep. family. Um, they always have them around the, this time of year. They have them at Trader Joe's. They have them at Michael's. Yeah. Um, so the key to the gingerbread house, though, is using hot glue, okay? Yeah. You're not going to eat it afterwards. And if you order ahead, you can get hot. You can use the clear glue, right? But you can also get glue that's actually opaque white so it looks like frosting. You can get the um, glue guns. They have them really inexpensively at Michael's, like maybe two ninety nine. They even have them at the dollar store. Um, so everybody got a glue gun, and we had ton extra candy, and we'd get together and and our so our staff was split into two groups, and the whole year actually mm-hmm. we were in a competition. So every staff meeting, um, we would do some little competitive game Mm -hmm. and then whoever won we get a tally and then at the holiday party we did the big game and then we actually had we put that on our instagram stories and had like followers vote on which gingerbread house won (laughs) yeah and then that was when we announced who like won for the year right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. and then we'd pick it at the team that won the most points and all that so yeah the gingerbread i think was a really favorite yeah, a little competition. Yeah, we and we did that fun. for Halloween too one year. So you can actually do it twice, or in this case, we did the one year we did the gingerbread during Halloween, and then we did the wreath yeah. competition, and we actually all made wreaths. And one of our gals went to Michael's, I think, mm-hmm. again and bought she, all the supplies. Yeah, she, oh, in her former life, she was uh, doing Christmas decorations. Yeah, she was a wreath creator mm-hmm. at, in the former Christmas life. Christmas trees, and <laughs> so she put together all the wreaths and got all the little um, goodies and wires and, and ribbon. 
and we spent time. Everybody got to make their own wreath, and you know, we put them on the doors at home. I mean, yeah. in in the salon. Another thing that I didn't write down here, but I just remember we would do, and this is for a lot of holidays. We'd do a potluck just before the holiday mm-hmm. that was seasonal, that was connected to it in some way. So and that was for staff only. I yeah. mean, I guess you could have it for clients, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, probably not. I mean, <laughs> you actually run into legal issues, yeah. I think, too, if you're making food poison and serving it. Yeah. Right? It's okay to poison your staff. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but basically the idea is we would just come up with, like, cider, and we'd have cookies, or we'd sometimes do breakfast, or we'd do a lunch or something like that, and we would do that around a lot of the holidays. So we'd do, like, Christmas. We'd do, like, we had Thanksgiving, I think, potluck. Mm-hmm. Like on Wednesday, we'd have a Thanksgiving potluck, and we would just do these potlucks all year round during the holidays. It was kind of fun. It was a neat way to share food together and communi- and have communion, community, I guess you could say. So it was really fun. And so, yeah, I think you guys you should definitely look at that. Having the, especially cider, having for some reason cider around the holidays with the smell is just magical. Mm-hmm. And you put that out there with some candles, and it's I think it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Another thing that you can do, we never did this, but this was an idea, is you can do an ornament party. If that's, you know, if you've got mm-hmm. a staff or even some clients, if you want to invite them over, go to Michael's, get a 12-pack of just regular um, the, the globe balls, you know, in, mm-hmm. in different colors, and then have glitter and sequins and, and stuff glue that you and glue all that. on it. Everyone does 12 of their own, and then they share at the end. So you go home with a box of all different kinds of Ornaments. It's just a. It's a fun uh, and, ornament. Exchange. I think we did this. I don't think it was made for Christmas. It was another holiday. But we had sometimes activities in the break room that people could do. Mm-hmm. Just oh, you your downtime during lunch. Oh, you want something to do? We give them a little craft that we would put on the table. Oh, yeah. And I can't remember which one we did. Maybe it was during the holidays. But there was some. We like did the one. chia, the chia pudding or chia overnight oats. Yeah, that's different. That was food. I mean, literally gave them a craft, something they could make and put on display. I, I remember well, doing that at least bracelets. once or twice. We did bracelets at one of the, um, you know, they have those bracelet kits. They, yeah. they sell them at Michael's with all the beads and you could just string them on a bead and yeah. yeah, you know, that stuff. But you can do something like that. So when people are having break or lunch, they can do something holiday festive, like mm-hmm. decorating, making something. Especially if you don't have a team meeting. Let's say, well, we don't have a team meeting. Well, then just put in the break room and leave a note up or maybe before sh- a shift. Say, hey, guys, by the way, this week, if you want, you can make a gingerbread and you can decorate as a team. And over a period of a couple of days, we'll finish that. So it doesn't have to necessarily be a meeting mm-hmm. or it doesn't even have to be an activity yeah, outside of work. put it in the back room and, and let people have at it as they have time. And yeah. any of this you could combine staff appreciation and client and do like a party at the salon and invite all your clients you know yeah probably a small percentage will end up coming yeah and then you know have like the decorating cookies or whatever it is and then you kind of kill two birds with one stone there you go (laughs) yeah you show appreciation to everyone (laughs) another Uh, thing yeah go ahead erica mentioned decorating cookies but you can also do a cookie exchange where you just make the cookies at home at a time and then you come with boxes and you each get 12 does it you know so we all share so then you go home with an assortment of cookies yeah that would be great uh, another thing that, you know, this would be something different, but do an activity as a group afterwards, you know, maybe go ice skating, go caroling. We talked about, we never did that, but I that think that would be fun. fun. That would be fun. Go caroling or just go a lot of times in your city, they'll have a Christmas area that you can go down and hang out. And it's like 
Santa's festive. there and snow falls from the sky. Well, exactly. for us, that's rare. I mean, yeah. it doesn't happen. There's no snow. <laughs> uh, you go to Disneyland and you get soap bubbles or something yeah. like that, I think. <laughs> so you but, can do you can also do like a homeless outreach soup kitchen kind yeah. of thing. It's a time to have charity, do something mm-hmm. where you support, you know, something great. I know that we've done this on Thanksgiving where we went and served people on Thanksgiving and such, but anytime they're at time. was really had a heart for the homeless and she always would do something special for the holidays. Yeah, she yeah, actually she, on Christmas Day. Yeah, she'd go we'd down. Go out. Yeah. Yep. yeah, Thanksgiving too. So there's ways for you as a team to give back too. So there's a bunch of ideas that you can do for appreciation. And the last thing I thought we talked about doing is just a little bit of some holiday sale ideas. Now, when you're listening to this, you're probably not going to be able to go out and buy a lot of stuff. Most ven- you know, most vendors, you need to have ordered product. Like you have special candles you want to sell or holiday stuff you want to sell. You probably needed to order that like a month ago. But next year, guys, when you're preparing for the holidays, you should take summer. You know, by the time like September, uh, you yeah, should by, really think about no September. later than September because you want to ideally have everything out the day after uh, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Or That's actually, now I'd say a day, or week, week or two week before. Of. Yeah, yeah. But I remember one time I put the Christmas tree out. Yeah, people, people got, I got people were mad. <laughs> Don't even start with me yet. They'd say. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, but so. we, but that said, I mean, you need to be planning ahead these things so that you can get the order. So sometimes one year I ordered candles and they didn't come until like one week before Christmas because I waited till like November to order <laughs> mm-hmm. and. They're like, well, we're all everyone. I mean, they're slammed at that point. Everyone's ordering, so yeah. they couldn't get the product out. So you have to plan ahead, get ready, start making decisions. So by the end of September, the orders are placed. That gives you 30 days to get the product in. And then the thing we didn't always think about, because we had a lot of product that we would sell, you have to label the stuff. You can't just throw it on the on this floor mm-hmm. without labels. And then that would take us another day or two just to go through all the product, label it, and put it out on the well, floor. Well, you can have a little like placard that says mm-hmm. the price. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. probably what I would do. <laughs> yeah, that would be yeah. the easier way. But that all said, it, you do need some time to input into the computer, set it up, and sometimes we just didn't leave ourselves a lot of room or time for that. I'll tell you something that always sold uh, is scarves. Um, I don't know if you have access to wholesale markets. We live we're uh, in L.A., and so there's a wholesale market Huge, very close yeah. to us. But um, scarves always did really well. You could wrap them up. You can bundle them with a ribbon. And, you know, maybe you can even order some online. They have those cashmere ones, those pashmina ones that, you know, are like $18 wholesale or something like that. And you can, they always do really well because people are looking for last minute gifts. Mm -hmm. And this is the time for you to take advantage of that. People are always looking for gifts. I don't know how many times where I'd be at the front desk and they look over and see a scarf, they see a candle, they see something, they go, oh my my gosh. My mom would love that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They are looking for any reason well, the to buy teachers, stuff you know? yeah the gifts for teachers whatever it's so you need to have product there for them to take advantage of that and if you miss this every year and you're thinking well i'm just a single operator they won't buy for me no they will buy they want to buy now if you're a single operator and you have you know 40 to 60 clients then don't go buy 200 items but still go buy 30 40 things you'll be shocked they will buy that stuff it's if it's candles scarves little knickknacks little holiday little makeup, treats pouches, makeup soap Soap, yeah, soap. Oh, yeah, we sold a ton of soap. They're thinking, you know, that just the people that you have to go over to somebody's house and you need to have a a hostess gift. Yeah, Mm. people are looking for last-second stuff all the time. And then you can bundle stuff, and that's what we would do, especially if something wasn't selling well, then we would just bundle it with another product. So let's say one year, this happened quite a few times where we bought this one, I forget the company, More or what it was, and they would have so many things. M-O-R. M-O-R. We'd have soap, and we'd have a a lotion. lotion, Body butters and cute little... 
um, small sizes. And there were certain products that weren't selling. So what we would just do is take the four of them, put them in the bag, and say, you can get them all, and we'd lower it as long as we'd at least break even or at worst. pick three for 15. Or, yeah, you know? that's three, too. We did the pick. You know, pick three out of the five different elements for this price. Mm-hmm. And we just made sure it beat the price that we paid for it, just if we were to unload product. That's really better after right after the holidays. Then you're just trying to unload stuff just to break even and not lose money on any of that. So that's another thing. Bundling is really great. You can create little back packages or get little gift baskets and, and do something like that. Also, gift with purchase. Mm-hmm. as That's another thing people love to do. You can say buy one and get one half off. Or if you mark up, like jewelry in our case, our jewelry was like marked up like five, six times the mm-hmm. price. We'd say buy one, get one free. And we'd mm-hmm. still make money. People so, would be like, what? That's what? a great yeah, deal. Yeah. So they'd buy a necklace and they'd get a necklace for free. And you're like, that necklace cost me two bucks. It's okay. So it was like not a big deal. So you can come up with stuff like that where you, you're giving them incentives to buy. Give them reasons to say yes. If you're not going to do any promotions, they probably won't buy because people always during the holidays are looking for deals. Mm-hmm. So just make sure your markup is high enough. Don't uh, mark things down so that you lose money. That's not the, that does no one any good. Better not to sell anything and make no money. But in this case, make sure you have stuff marked up enough and have, uh, have options there. And your clients, you'll be surprised how much stuff people will buy. And then you'll get a better feel for it every year, like next year. And you can mix it up too. We didn't always sell the same stuff every year. In fact, I, we saw a pattern. If we kept selling the same things every year, the, 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 demand, the yeah. demand would go down on the third, fourth year. So we started mixing it up, trying different things because we all oh, new stuff, new ideas, not the same candles you sold last year. You know what? If you get candles, make sure you get some candle snuffers. People love them. I mean, yeah. they're just a great little set to give to people. Anyway, that was just a little. Yeah, the little scissors and the snuffers. Yeah, the scissors. Yeah, that cut the tips yeah, off. Yeah. Yeah. Snuffers. Snuffers. But that's, oh, yeah. that works, that works. too. They, yeah. they have really cute like sets where you can get both. Yeah, definitely. So anyhow, guys, there's a bunch of ideas that we just download on you for the holidays. Hopefully. You can still do it. There's yes. still time. Just say yes and do it. Like we always say, shoot, ready, aim. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be all worked out. Doesn't have to be all prepared for. Just go out there, get a couple items, put it on sale. Do something special for your team. Maybe this first year you don't do all the things we said. Maybe just pick one thing and do that one appreciation. And for your guests, just do one thing. Like just choose or have all these, just choose one out of all three of the different Mm -hmm. ideas. Because again, what happens when you get too many choices, paralysis kicks in and you You do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So just allow yourself. I'm going to spend $25 at Ross. Go and get something fun and festive for the salon. You'll love it. All right, guys. Thank you so much. That was really cool. We'll see you next time. We'll do it again soon. Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) Next, let's go to our segment where you ask questions and we give you answers. want to say thank you for always giving such useful and resourceful information in the industry i've listened to every single episode and you guys have been such an asset to my ever-growing craft and career so i just want to thank you for that i had a quick question um i am wanting to raise my prices here soon um the quality of my products has gone up my rent has gone up my um you know credit card transaction fees have gone up so it's time to raise my prices I was wondering how would be the best way to go about that as far as informing my clients. Should I blast it on Instagram? Um, is this something that I should not inform them of? Uh, just 
wanted to open up for conversation. Thanks again. Bye. Okay, so thank you so much, Sylvia from Wink Eye Bar in Dublin, California. Dublin, little... California. Yeah, hey, woo woo, hey. our home town for all three of us. Our haunting grounds. Our, yeah. Yes, our haunting grounds. All right, so let's answer this question. Yeah. Um, so price increases. Okay, so you've decided it's time to raise your prices. You've gotten over the whole idea. I'm not worth raising my prices. I suck, whatever. You've gotten over that. that had, we can talk about that another time. So what do you do? How do we do this? First, you set a date. So Okay, so next year. No, not that far away. Maybe two months. Maybe two months a month. I, I give 30 days. Yeah. We always gave 30 days for a price increase. No more, no less. I don't want to talk. have this awkward conversation mm -mm. like more 18 times. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. it's a one-time deal. Yeah. You also don't want to give them too much time to like think about leaving. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, I've got three more months to think about this. I'll yeah. just stay here for now, and then I'm gone in three months. You're right. right. No, so step days. one, set a date. Step two, make a sign to put at the front desk. Now, a caveat about this sign. It does not need to be long. It doesn't, it's not an apology. It's just a very simple, simple sign fact. that says... Um, Prices will... Basically, next month, starting, let's say this is right now, October, November 1st, our we will have, we like to say, a nominal price increase. Mm -hmm. Do if, For us to continue, we'd say for us to continue to provide the excellent service that you've grown to love here... We need to improve. We need to raise our prices to this amount. To, no, then, then underneath that, I would just put the chart because yeah. everyone has different pricing. So our, our now, if you have one of those matrix, uh, you're gonna have a mess. That's hard to do. You, in fact, I wouldn't put any of that. I just say well, there's a price increase, and then they, you can then when you meet with them, you tell them. For us, our pricing was simple. We were like In and Out burgers. We had <laughs> a new set was three hundred. An hour and a half fill and a two-hour fill. That was it. That was our pricing, and I would just put the new set price and the, and the fill. We, by the way, had four price increases, and over a period of two years, we went from $41 an hour to $81 an hour. We raised it four times, and we didn't lose our business. We didn't go out of business. We actually finally got to the point where we are breaking even instead of, instead of losing money. So don't be afraid first of raising your prices, and don't make a big deal about it, right? Yeah, right. So in the room, what would you do when they were in the room? You would tell them. Okay, so um, you're going to tell them in two ways. Um, first, when you're um, finishing up with them, and then when you're checking them out. Okay, so if you're the one that's uh, doing the service, uh, you're you're going to just do. You're just going to yeah. at least tell them once. Okay, so you're going to say. Do you apologize? Say I'm really sorry about nope. bad news for you. You're going to say I am uh, raising my prices. It's a nominal increase. Next month it'll be this amount. Yeah. That's it. That's and it. you don't, you Pretty don't. And you shut don't, up at that point. You don't, don't start keep talking. talking. You don't, don't explain. You just wait. Be and, confident. And most people are going to be, okay, that's it. Okay. Now, you will get some people that will say this. They'll say, oh, Sylvia, I've been with you so long. Can you make a special um, uh, arrangement for me because of me? I've, I've been supported with you, you so all long. this time. I've, I've referred you. so many clients to yes. you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, I told you that. And yeah. what is Sylvia's answer going to be? Her answer is going to be, thank you so much for all the recommendations and all the support. I really appreciate it. But I have to treat all my guests as equals. And everyone here is a VIP. Everyone I want to be fair with. And I don't feel like it's appropriate for me to give you a little bit of break and then give that person a higher price. And what if I known someone for even longer? Am I supposed to give them an even bigger discount? Like the longer you know me, the bigger the discount. It's not really fair. So I like to treat everyone the same. And 
in order for me to continue doing the service that you've come to rely on, mm-hmm. these are the prices that I need to charge. That's that's a key phrase that is for me key, to continue. Yeah. yeah, say it again. Yes. Um, in order for me to provide the service that you've come to enjoy and rely on, I need to charge this in order to support my business. Yeah, yeah and that's it. I was more talking about when they start bringing up their friends stuff. Yes. Like, what about my friends? And, I don't you want know, you, discounts and all yeah, that. Yeah, I don't want mm-hmm. you to have to go into that conversation with everybody. It's only the people that are pushing. Yeah. And, and some people you will have to have this conversation with once or once or twice. And and and, and they might even get mad and they might even be, well, I have to go somewhere else. And your answer with a smile is going to be, I completely understand understand you know where i am always happy to take you yeah and that that's, that's it, it. Yeah. yeah and you don't get into it you don't try to convince them because truth is guys every other industry for whatever reason doesn't have problem raising their prices i've never seen an industry that feels so apologetic and i think it's because we have these close connections right where we're like mm-hmm. friends with these people so we feel like we're wronging someone like we're doing great evil yes. on them but the truth is every year inflation kicks in Everything that you make is you make a little less money every year if you don't increase your prices. Yeah. They're not your friends, they're your clients. And 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 don't forget that. Now, another thing that you can do uh, if you want to, it is not required, but you can offer a series package. Okay, so when whenever we would raise the prices, we would offer a series package. And basically, meaning like you can buy six appointments at a slightly discounted at, price, yeah, right? At the current rate with a discount. And that way you'd still honor that over the next six appointments because they would come in and redeem their their series. So in that way they save money and for six more months they're benefiting from a lower price. Yeah, so you can say that. So um, for a short time I am going to be honoring this price, the current price that you've been used to um, in a series. Uh, the important thing to do, Sylvia, though, if, if you do a series is that you do not take, you separate that money, the put money the that savings. they give you, you put it in a separate account and you only access that when that client comes in, do not treat that as the rest of the, the income because you can get into problems yeah. with that. Yeah. You just press second account. And then at the end of every month you go through and say, Oh, I saw five people. They all redeemed their series. And you take that like $300 and you take it from the savings and you put it in your business account and you're basically paying yourself for those appointments that you did keep it simple i would do it once a month i would unless you're really beginning it's real rough but i do as best as you can be disciplined and that's a great way to handle that now if you use any kind of uh, booking software you can often program um you know the the automatic email response make sure you uh adjust the prices so that when they book the next appointment and they it's yeah. a confirmation that it's it put a little highlight in there that the prices have increased and to, to put, reflect the current price that was a very administrative tip and i'm really proud of you for saying that mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> little you. affirmation yes, here i have grown yeah i think yes. we did not here's the big thing you do not make a big deal about it. do not post on instagram do not put a big apology yeah, on do your not website. apologize yeah. actually that i mean this is like a separate note i i think we've said this before but we'll say it again yeah i never ever 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 say sorry I'll yeah. say I apologize, yeah. but I never say, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Never. And tell yeah. us the difference. Well, the difference is when you say I'm sorry, it is almost like an admission of guilt. Mm-hmm. When you say I apologize, it's it's um, acknowledging There's maybe the hardship that yeah. it put on them. It's almost like a, a an exchange or an equation. You are acknowledging that they've been inconvenienced and right. you're taking responsibility for that. The I'm sorry is an emotional mm-hmm. thing that you reserve for when you've emotionally you hurt someone or wounded something, somebody right? yeah. and you are emotionally repentant right. over that. Yeah. The apology is just acknowledgement of the fact that they have 
they felt wronged. Yeah, it's just more mm-hmm. professional. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think when you say I'm sorry, it's just sort of like it's harder to swallow. It's not as like it's mm-hmm. just not as professional. It's not. Yeah. The big thing with all this is just to make sure not to make a big deal. And I think we feel we feel this obligation to do that, but the temptation you just gotta put that aside, make it a normal thing that every year, if I, I would just plan it every year, once a year, raise your prices and make sure you raise it enough that you get some bang for your buck. Like don't raise it two dollars. Yeah, so it's from eighty-two to eighty-four. That's uh-uh. not enough. No, because yes, no one will be mad about it, but you're really not getting any financial benefit from it. You go from eighty-two to ninety-two. That makes sense. Now you get ten more dollars. By the way, you probably will lose a few people. And that's okay. And, and you that's okay. You'll get more money for working less. And the new clients that come on won't know any different. They'll just pay the new They're amount. The clients that you want. Yeah, you're you're up leveling your clientele too. So just don't make a big deal on the websites, on the inter- Don't put big posters. Don't apologize to people. Just matter of fact, do it. Be proud of it. Know that you have worked hard to get to this point where you've been busy. Your clients love you. And many times, especially if you're on the lower end of the market, your clients feel like you're already a deal. I would also say. It might be really tempting, but don't make any exceptions for any clients. If your favorite client you know can't afford it, you have to do it anyways. And you Mm -hmm. can't still charge her the normal price. Yeah. I think that that would probably be really tempting. Yep. Because we don't have a lot of favorite clients. <laughs> no. So here, here is one um, one thing that you can do if you're in a position to do it. If you have a staff or you know, you, you're know hiring somebody else, what you can say to those people who are really on a budget and they just say, I really just can't afford it. I'm sorry, I love you, but I have to go somewhere else. You could say, well, we often are training. And if you want to go with a junior stylist while we're training, this is the price, and and we'll give you a call when when we that have a person's junior available. Stylist. Yeah, we had a couple people that would always come in yeah. to see our junior. We stylists. had we had like this whole like family about five or seven women who came for all our trainings, came to be for all our juniors. Uh, yeah, it was a normal yeah. thing. So yeah, we built a little tribe of people who would just come like every, they would come like almost every week or two because the mm-hmm. lashes went last. That's <laughs> right. Now you can also reserve that one person who can't afford it. You can say, well, if I ever need a model or try something new, yeah. I, I can give you a call and, and see if you want to be the model for that and it'll only cost you this much or whatever. You know, you could work that out. But like Erica said, don't don't make an exception. No compromise. Mm-hmm. Yep. Make it simple, keep it simple, and make your life better. By the way, when we project things, we get what we look for. Mm-hmm. So if you act, I'm afraid, oh, they're gonna be mad at me. Guess what? They're gonna, they're gonna take gonna be... your cue and yep. they are gonna be pissed off. They're gonna feel it. They're gonna feel the energy and they're gonna work get worked up over it. So don't Go down that. Just put on your best acting face and smile and just know that if you'll get through this. It's only for a few, you know, what, a month, and then everyone will get used to it, and they'll be over. And then the few clients that freak out, and it'll only be a couple probably. Yeah. You're better off without and them. And if you need to practice, practice. Practice until you your your voice isn't qui- quivery anymore. Mm-hmm. Practice yeah. until it just comes off. It just rolls off the, you know, off your tongue. Yep. I think that sounds good. So thank you, Sylvia, for doing this. And guy, by the way, guys, We've been getting more of these questions. We love it. I think it's so cool to hear. And some of you guys have been saying video too, so we get to see your see face. Your pretty faces. And so that's super cool. Thank you so much for submitting that question. And uh, go out. the rest of you guys, get in line, submit your questions. We'd love to hear from you. Ow. 
that wraps up the show. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast Podcast. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. We also need your audio questions and openings. We have always wanted this show to be about you guys. And so we are looking for you to get involved by submitting those audio questions and also doing those openings for us. So please take this as a sign for you to record yourself, be uncomfortable for a second, and send us that question or opening so that you can be featured on our show. On behalf of our experts, Erica and Tusney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing, and remember, you have a friend in the lash industry.